Hello, good morning. Uh, my name's Thad Lanthrop. I'm the administrative pastor here at Church in the Valley, and uh, I'm glad you're here today. As we finish up our box office wisdom message series this morning, in this series we've been taking a look at um, different movies throughout the summer and looking at the themes found in those movies, and then um, comparing that to... You're awake now. And then we've uh, been comparing those themes to um, what the Bible has to say. And so that's what we're going to continue doing today. Um, so far, we, we've taken a look at King Arthur. And uh, in that movie, we looked at the strength for battle, really just uh, keeping a tight handle on your responsibilities. And then we took a look at Wonder Woman. Um, we looked at uh, how to move forward in uh, the face of our fears um, and, and still do what we need to do. And then we took a look at Baby Driver, um, and the theme there was real love. We looked at the Bible's um, definition of love and, and how we can uh, give and, and receive that, that type of love and how we need that. And then we, last week we looked at Despicable Me 3, um, and it, the theme there was envy and just how that can really just um, dry out life. Envy can really... Um, just uh, just make life miserable for us if we're always looking at, at things that we want. So today we are going to wrap up the series uh, with Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming movie, it, it begins kind of at the end of the last Avengers movie. Um, and here, here's just the storyline so you can get a, a picture of, of what it's about. Uh, thrilled by his experience with the Avengers, Peter returns home where he lives with his Aunt May under the watchful eye of his new mentor, Tony Stark, which is, is Iron Man. Um, Peter tries to fall back into his normal daily routine, but he's distracted by thoughts of proving himself to be more than just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Then uh, Vulture emerges, which is a, a villain, and everything that Peter holds most important to him will be threatened. Take a look at this uh, trailer, and then we'll... We'll look at the movie. Finally, here we go. Good evening, Peter. Whoa. You have 576 possible web shooter combinations. That is awesome. I can keep that suit? Yeah, doesn't fit me. When's our next retreat? What, next mission? We'll call you. All right. That's not a hug. I'm just grabbing the door for you. I'm not there yet. All right, good, good luck out there. You coming tonight? I can't tonight. I got the Stark internship. What's up, guys? Mr. Stark, here's my report for tonight. I stopped the uh, Grand Theft Bicycle. Hey, could you do me a favor? Hold on to that. Does anybody fight? Oh, I helped this old lady, and she bought me a churro. So, that was nice. I just feel like I could be doing more. Wait a minute. You guys aren't the real Avengers. Hulk gives it away. New move I'm working on? Not bad. Oh, God, this feels so strange. These weapons are crazy dangerous. Listen, Peter, there are people who handle this sort of thing. Can't you just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Let go of me! Let go of me! Activating parachute. The world's changing, boys. It's time we change, too. 
my chance to prove myself. We have a Spanish quiz. You gotta get better at this part of the job. I don't understand. Oh. I'm intimidated. Oh, hey, yes. My friends are up there. What are you hiding, Peter? I'm just kidding, I don't care. Bye. There's a ton of other subsystems in here, but they're all disabled by the training wheels protocol. I'm sick of Mr. Stark treating me like a kid. But you are a kid. Yeah, a kid who can stop a bus with his bare hands. There you go. So as you can see, it's teenage Spider-Man. He's in high school. And uh, throughout the, the movie, Peter Parker, he, he's trying to prove himself. He's trying to prove that he belongs in the Avengers. He got called up to the big leagues for a little bit, and then he got sent back to being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And, and he wants to be more. He wants to have more of an impact. He think, and he thinks that being a part of the Avengers, that's the way he can do that. So he's trying to prove his worth. He's trying to prove himself to um, Mr. Stark so that he can be on the Avengers. I don't know about you. I, I can relate to Spider-Man um, on that a, a little bit. Uh, there's times in my life where I, I feel like, you know, I, I could be doing more. Or I, I think I, I should be doing more. Or I want to be doing more. I think I could be more successful. I think I could accomplish more if, if I only had more money or more time or a, a different position at work or, or the list can go on and on and on of the things that we think we need so that we can have more of an impact in our life. Anybody else feel like that sometimes? It's easy to rely on our circumstances to, to give us a sense of purpose in life, to give us a sense of feeling successful in life. If we had enough money, if our marriage relationship's going well, if, if the kids are behaving a certain way, if our friendships are fun and enjoyable, if our house looks a certain way, um, if we obtain, a, we have enough knowledge about whatever we want to know about. If we have these things together, then, then we're gonna be successful. We're gonna, we're gonna have a good life. So we aspire to, to these things, um, to have, what we want or what we think we, we need so that we can have the maximum impact on our relationships or at work or at home or in our, our finances. But what is our measure of success? We all have a measure of success. It, it, it might, for some, it might be the American dream, you know, a house in the suburbs with the, the trophy wife, the two kids, the dog, boat to take out on the weekends. Or, you know, for others, it might just be just a little bit more. That's what success is going to be. Just a little bit more, uh, just a little newer car, a, a little bigger house, a, a promotion, a little better job, a, a little uh, more savings in the bank account. A lot of times we equate success with achievements. We think that success comes through the next achievement at work or um, in our family or in schooling or whatever it might be. Now, none of these achievements are wrong. Uh, you know, the, those, those are good things to, to do well and, and achieve certain things. But 
Um, that's not the end goal of success. That's not automatically, if we achieve what we think we need to achieve, it's not going to end up bringing about a successful life. In fact, um, the Bible encourages us to adopt some different attitudes to develop a lasting success in our life. It makes us wonder, you know, is it really possible to have lasting success? Um, we achieve certain things and, and we feel good for a while, but then that, that feeling, that um, success, it kind of dissipates, it goes away. And so then we're on to the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. So, so how do you have lasting success in life? Do we just need to keep chasing after the next achievement? Or is there something different we can do to really produce a, a, good, uh, a good life for us? Well, the Bible says that faithfulness produces lasting success. There's a handout in your, pro, in your program. Uh, you might want to follow along and, and take notes as we're going through this, this morning. But uh, that point is, is on that handout if you want to follow along there. Um, but the Bible says faithfulness produces lasting success. Take a look at Proverbs 3, 3 through 4. It says, let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Now, favor and good success in the sight of God and man, that seems to to cover success pretty well. I I mean, I want that. That sounds good to me, um, to have favor and good success in the sight of both God and man. That's a good deal to me. Um, and so we, this is really at the core of what we want in life. It's really at the core of, of the achievements that we're trying to, to strive for is this idea of having favor and good success in the sight of God and man. And so it's important to really understand what, what's being talked about here in this, in this verse. And to, to, in order to understand really what, what's going on here, it helps to take a look at some of the words in the original language that the Old Testament was written in. As we look at those, those words, we'll be able to see a little bit clearer picture of what it's talking about here. So the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, and the Hebrew word here for steadfast love is kesed. It's, it's a kindness um, by implication towards God, um, a, a piety. So that's what's being talked about here. It's, it's the steadfast love, this kindness. And then faithfulness here, it's trans, translated emeth. And this is, a, it's a certainty, a truth, a trustworthiness, which, which is a little different than how we would think of faithfulness, but you can see what they're talking about here. Because somebody who's faithful in a situation, they know the truth about the situation, what needs to be done that is, that is truthful, um, that will bring about success in the situation. So the, the word here, it's talking about faithfulness. I, I know the right thing to do in this situation. I know the truth. It's there's certainty, there's trustworthiness to that person. Um, so, so God is really instructing us here to put on kesed, the steadfast love, to put on a meth, this faithfulness. He's saying, he said, tie it around your necks, right? Write it on the tablet of your heart. Make, make these two things a part of who you are. That's what it's talking about here. And if you do this, you will find favor and good success. 
what the verse is saying right there. So what is this, this favor and good success that's being talked about here? Well, the, the favor, um, it, it's translated uh, from the Hebrew word, uh, it's, it's cane. It looks like chin, but it, it's cane. Um, I, would, I, would, I thought it was chin, but it's not. Um, so, but it's a graciousness, a kindness, uh, a favor. So that, that translates pretty well there um, to English. Um, and then the, the good success. This is an interesting translation here. Uh, it's a little different than the, what we would think of good success. It's sekel. That's the, the good success that's talking about here. What it is, it's an intelligence. Uh, by, by implication, an intelligence that brings about success. And so um, it, it, what happens is you get this, this sekel this wisdom, this situational wisdom to know what to do in any situation that, that you have in life. Have you ever been uh, around somebody who just had an incredible knowledge in, 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 in the field, uh, in the area? Um, my, my mechanic just retired this year. I'm still bummed about that. Um, but he had this incredible knowledge of Honda cars. And one time I, I drove down to San Diego and I got down there and my car, it was overheating. I was just doing a day trip. I was going to come back. Um, and so I, I, I didn't know what to do. I, I called, um, I called my mechanic and I said, my car overheated. I, I'm stuck down here. You know, what, is there anything I can do? He said, is that the, the 2001 Honda Civic that you have? Yeah, it, it is. He goes, okay. Well, what's going on here is, those, that year has a problem with the head gasket, so the head gasket's probably going bad, and so what you need to do is get some coolant, pour it directly into the head gasket, drive back with the heater on, <laughs> which is the opposite of what I would think if my car's overheating, um, and you'll make it back. And he walked me through that because I had no I'm, I, head gasket. I don't know where anything is on a car. But I poured it in there, drove back with the heater on, and I made it all the way back. I was fine. He had incredible situational wisdom about that car to get me back from San Diego where, where, I, was, where I was stuck. That's the type of, of knowledge that we're talking about here. But it's for all areas of life. That's the good success that's being talked about here. Is this situational wisdom that can help you to make the right choices across all areas of life. I don't know about you, that, that's something I really want. I want to be able to look at a situation and make the right decision so that I can make good decisions that end up causing good things to happen in my life rather than messing them up. And that's what's being talked about here. So how do we get that situational wisdom? How do we get wisdom in our lives so that we can know what to do when various situations come up? Well, wisdom, the Bible talks about that. Wisdom comes from humility and fear of the Lord. Proverbs 11.2 says, When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. Pride makes us feel like, like we're above other people. It makes us feel like we're above what we're doing right now. We, we think, I'm better than this. I can do more. 
I, I, I am, am stuck here where I'm at, or I'm just better than these other people who are doing what I want to be doing. Uh, in the movie Spider-Man, we, we saw that in uh, Peter Parker's life. He, he, he wanted to be in the big leagues with the Avengers, the, the big superheroes. He felt like he was stuck, but he could do more. And as he focused on that achievement of trying to be in the Avengers, what happened throughout the movie is he lost sight of his day-to-day life. He lost joy in the day-to-day because he was trying so hard to be where he wasn't yet. And so he, he eventually was even disgraced as he was trying to be the Avengers. You know, we can do that too. We get so focused on the promotion at work or um, the career that we want in the future or whatever situation we don't like that we're in right now. We get so focused on those things that we lose sight of what's going on in our day-to-day life. It's easy to think, you know, I I need to be there instead of what do I need to do today to be faithful in my responsibilities. A humble person voluntarily places themselves under people, under, under God's word, the Bible. They voluntarily place themselves under that and they follow what God says about life. Rather than chasing the next achievement, they try to look at their responsibilities right now and say, what do I need to do now to have faithfulness in them? Humble person, they they look um, at the Bible for God's truth, and then they try to be faithful in it. That was that word faithfulness that we looked at, the truth, the trustworthiness there. Humble person also, they, they ask people around them about their plans. They ask people that are further along in life than them, um, that have more wisdom about life than them, they ask them about their plans. Should I try to do this? Again, achievements are good. Goals are good. But it helps to humble yourself before God's word, to humble yourself before other people who are a little further along than you, and they can help you to sort out if that's really a good thing to go after or not. And that type of attitude, that leads to wisdom. That That type of of wisdom that can bring about success across all areas of life. And then wisdom, it also comes from fear, fear of the Lord. Uh, Proverbs fifteen thirty three says, The fear of the Lord is instruction and wisdom, and humility comes before honor. Fear of the Lord, it can seem a little difficult to understand. Um, it seems odd to fear God, a God who is said to be love, to be patient, to be kind, and I'm supposed to fear this God. Well, what fear of the Lord is, is you're taking God seriously enough to obey what he says, to do what he says to do in the Bible. That's what fear of the Lord is. It's when we fear God this way um, that we, we do what he says, and then that's where the, the success comes from, is by fearing the Lord. That's where the wisdom comes from. Um, by fearing God and having humility. Humility and, and fear of the Lord are going to lead to wisdom in life. And this wisdom, it leads to the favor and, and the good success that was talked about in Proverbs 3. But what, what does that mean? So the good success, it was defined as, as this wisdom, this situational wisdom, this sickle um, that we talked about. But what, what does that produce 
in our life? Why would we, we want to do that? Um, what, what, where, what does it come from that? Well, daily blessing comes from fear of the Lord. Uh, Psalm 128, 1 through 4, talks about this. It says, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed, and it shall be well with you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. So this is really the the success that we want in life. We think it's the achievements, but the success that we want in life is just a blessing across all the different areas of our life. A blessing in our our home, a blessing in our our work life, a a blessing um, in our relationships here here at at church. That's what we want in, in our life. Now, this, this promise here that's found in Psalm 128, it's not a promise that life is just going to be perfect for us. Um, we, we're still living in an imperfect imper- world. Um, people choose to go their own way all, all the time to do things um, differently than how the Bible tells us to leave, live. I, I, I make mistakes like that all the time. So we're in this imperfect world, and so there's not going to be a perfect blessing to our life. And there's, there might be consequences to past choices that we've made that went against um, God's ways that we have to deal with. But as we are able to take God's word, apply it to our life, continually make good decisions, then over time there's just going to be this blessing that comes to our life as we do those, those things day in and day out. The achievement focus, it, it focuses us on the, the future. You know, the, the Avenger focus that Spider-Man have was, I, I got to prove myself. I got to do more than what's on my responsibility plate right now. That's, that's what was going on there. But faithfulness, it keeps us focused on what, what we need to do today. What do I need to do today that's going to be um, right for my relationships? What do I need to do today that's going to be uh, right for my, my family? What do I need to do today that's going to be right uh, at work? And as we do that over time, blessing comes out of right decisions, taking the Bible and applying it to whatever situation we're facing. The achievement will, will keep us focused on the future, but When we look at the Bible and try to apply it to our lives, it'll keep us focused right here and now. An example of of taking the Bible, applying it to your life, would be uh, maybe in Colossians 3.23, where it says, you know, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Working heartily in in every um, area of our life for the Lord and, and not for men, that that's going to produce the achievements that we want in life. Um, as we work heartily for God, not for men, that, that holds us to a higher standard of work than, than other people around us. Spider-Man, he, he thought that he belonged in the Avengers, and, and he wanted that so bad that he lost focus of the here and now. And so he's never going to make that 
achievement if he's not handling the responsibilities on his plate today. Do you have an Avengers dream that, that is, might be distracting you from what you need to do today that, that, that will produce faithfulness in your life? Or maybe um, there's just a, maybe it's not a dream. Maybe it's just a, a stage of life. You're thinking, I, when I get out of this, it's going to be a, a, just, life will be a lot better. You ever think that way? Think about the future and trying to get out of, of whatever you're in. Um, for, for me this week, I, I was just, the first half of the week, I was, um, I was in a, just a, a cloud. I felt like I was in a, a cloud of, I'm trying to finish up my graduate school this summer, and I have till the 31st to get it, to get it done, and I'm, I was just dreading it. Just the whole week, I'm thinking, I don't want to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get this, this done. Um, I, I just, I, I didn't want to do it. But at the same time, I knew I had to do it. So I was focused on all the work that I had to do to accomplish that goal. And what happened was over the first couple days of the week, I, I was so focused on that that I just missed out on what was going on in my life. I still did what I needed to do. I still did the work I needed to do. I was still there um, physically at home with the kids, um, with my wife, but my mind was always on what's next. What do I need to do next? What do I need to do next? God used me getting ready for this message to snap me out of it, (laughs) that I needed to be faithful in what was on my plate today, not worry about getting the other stuff done. And as I do that, the other stuff, it'll get done as I'm faithful with what I have on my plate today. The thing is that there's always something that, that wants to pull us out of our responsibilities today. There's always something that we can think about. What's next? What, what's coming up next? Maybe it, it's trying to get out of the situation that you're in. Maybe it's something, a, a dream that you have or something better that you want for yourself. But that can pull us out of our responsibilities today. And we have to battle against these thoughts, these emotions that try to keep us from just looking at today what do, and looking at what, what's right at, at work today. What, what is right for me to do at home today? What, how am I going to be faithful by people today? And as we do that, that'll bring about the success in life that we want. That'll bring about good relationships. As we focus on being faithful in our relationships today, over time, those relationships will be sweet. As we focus on what do I need to do to be faithful into my work today, over time, the promotions will come. Um, The reputation for being a good worker will will come. It's as we do that, that we'll really find the success that we're looking for. We're all at different places this morning. Some of us, maybe we've um, not chosen to, to follow Jesus Christ yet, while others have been walking with God for a, a long time. No matter where you're at today, I, I believe there's a next step that you can take this morning. If you don't yet know Christ, I want to challenge you to uh, take one of the, the truths that we looked at this morning. Take one of the biblical truths that we looked at and try to apply it to your life and watch God come through for you. Watch and see um, if what God says is true in the Bible. See if he can be trusted. And when he comes through for you, take another step. 
and, and until you can really realize that God can be trusted. God's word can be trusted. He is faithful to us. And we can take his word, apply it to our life, and be faithful in the situation. Maybe you've already made Jesus the boss of your life. You've, you've already come to know him. I want to challenge you to um, take a look at, at one of these truths or, or something else that you might already know and, and see what, what can you do to take a step of faith. We all have areas in our life where we've followed God up to a point, and then it's a little scary to go beyond that. I want to encourage you. Find one of those areas that, that it's a little scary to go farther than, than where you're at. But you know that it's right. You know that the Bible says God will come through. And take a step of faith. Watch him come through for you. Steadfast love, that, that kindness and faithfulness, the, the truth, that is going to produce a life of favor and good success in the sight of God and man. We don't want lives of, of drudgery, but we want lives of success. So I encourage you, choose humility, fear of the Lord, because that is going to lead to the wisdom that will produce faithfulness in your life in the daily activities that you have to get done. And when, when you do that, you will start to experience God's blessing on your life. And that will give you the lasting success that you really want. That's not going to come from the achievements. As I wrap up this morning, I, I encourage you, think through a, a way that you can respond to the, to the message. The band's going to come up. The offering ushers are um, going to prepare to receive the, the offering. And while they're doing that, I want you to think through, what, what's the next step, step that you can take in response to the message today? Um, there's a couple on the back of the connection card that Brad uh, mentioned earlier that, that you are subje- subje- suggestions. Suge- wow. I'm going to try this. Let's see. Suggestions. There we go. These are suggested next steps that you might want to take um, today. One of them is to put aside blank so that I can focus on being faithful today. You know, is it, do you have an Avengers dream that you need to put aside that's distracting you from, from taking care of the responsibilities that you need to do today in your life? Another next step might be ask someone with real wisdom about my fill-in-the-blank. Um, maybe it's your career. Maybe it's your finances, your family life. We need to continually be getting input into our lives because we're not perfect. We need help. And so we need to continually humble ourselves and ask people about our life, what's going on in it. And as, as we do that, we'll be able to make better and better decisions in our life. Even if you think things are going well, ask somebody for input. See what they have to say. And then another next step might be to be more faithful in my blank this week. Fill in the blank. Do you need to focus on being faithful in your marriage or parenting or work or, or other relationships? Maybe there's something specifically that you want to focus on this week. Would you pray with me as we continue to worship the Lord? Lord, we just thank you for today. We thank you um, that you are faithful to us. Um, we thank you for the help that you have given us in the Bible to apply to our lives. And, and we just ask for your help in doing that. Um, we want the lasting success that comes from, um, from the, the wisdom. That, that your Bible talks about. And we ask for your help in, uh, in getting that good success 
um, that's talked about. We just thank you for the opportunity to worship you this morning, to be here. And uh, we just uh, we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.